Hello, hello, my magical friends. Welcome to another Witchful Ways podcast episode. I am Annika. I offer you guidance, insight, tools, and an amazing membership to allow you to live a magical life every single day. So let me talk this week a bit about intuition. We talked a little bit last week about intuition and the thinning of the veil, and I want to go a step deeper into it and talk about the top three things that I find the top three reasons that people don't hear their intuition or they're disconnected from their intuition. And then I want to go over some ways, of course, that you can get through those things so that you can come out on the other side. You can recognize them and you can increase your intuitive abilities, allowing you to dive deeper into your witchcraft, into your mediumship abilities, and into your psychic abilities as well. So we are, of course, in October. We are in that thinning of the veil, which again, we spoke about last week in that podcast. And a lot of people are diving into their intuitive abilities and your intuitive abilities connect with divination directly, right? So when you're using any forms of divination, whether that's spirit dice, which I love spirit dice or your pendulum or a Ouija board or, you know, whatever it is that you're using your tarot or oracle cards, when you're using those things, you are using your intuition. Whether it's on a conscious or a subconscious level, the information is coming to you through your intuitive abilities. And some people go, well, I just, I feel like I am completely closed off. I feel like I I just, my intuition isn't there and I'm not sure what's going on. So let's dive into my top three reasons why you may not be hearing your intuition. The first reason that I feel you may not be hearing your intuition is that your rational mind is too strong, (laughs) right? So our intuitive abilities, our intuition stems from um, the illogical thought processes or the side of our brain, right, that does not process our logical thought. And we have to get past that to be able, our logical thought process to be able to open up our intuitive abilities. If you think of your logical mind as a big pit bull and your intuition is the mailman trying to deliver a message, a letter to you, right? That's your intuition. The pit bull is always going to be on the lookout for that mailman coming in right? It's just our nature. It's just the pit bull's nature to go process everything that's coming through. Where is this coming from? Why did I think that? Why am I feeling this way, right? Like there's that logical kind of aspect, that logical thought process. And that puts a damper on the mailman, i.e. your intuition, being able to just openly walk in, walk up your driveway and put your messages into your mailbox. So what you need to do is to be able to learn how to put that pit bull behind a fenced gate or back in its doghouse, right? So how do you do that? Easier said than done, it it would seem, right? But what you need to do is to begin to lean into your um, openness and your willingness to understand that what you're receiving is coming from universe. 
Like I said, easier said than done sometimes, right? You simply have to step into the thought that everything doesn't have to stem from a logical process. You're able to open up your creative side. When you open up that creative side, which is where your intuition resides, let's, you know, the mailman's house is, is that creative aspect. Then you begin to understand a little bit more how you can open up and get that dog back into the doghouse. So doing things, your intuition can come to you very easily when you're doing things that are on a creative nature. So when you're um, doing any kind of meditation, right? We take our logical thought process out of that. When you're doing actions that are what I call non-thinking actions, uh, such as rolling your cart down the grocery store aisle, knowing where you're going, okay? If you think about if you've got a grocery cart and you're walking through the grocery store to buy peanut butter, you know where the peanut butter's at, you're not thinking about every step that you're taking, you're not thinking about where you're going because you intuitive you not intuitively you you know where you're going you're experienced in knowing where the peanut butter is so you don't have to think about it it happens a lot of times when we're driving as well i'm sure more than one of us has gotten to some place and you sit you park and you go man i don't even remember driving here right it's just a automatic doing it because you have memory of the experience or the action. So that's what I call kind of mindless um, actions, activities, washing the dishes, right? Unloading the dishwasher, folding laundry, all those kind of things are mindless. And those things allow your intuition to slide right in because you're not thinking of anything. You're not processing anything. So there's nothing then to alert the dog that the mailman's coming up the driveway. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. Now, the other thing, when you start doing creative things like painting, like dancing, like um, drawing, you know, if you have any creative outlet, creating music, playing music, anything like that, your intuition, again, is able to easier, more easily slide into the mailbox because you're coming from that and you're working from that creative aspect, that creative side, okay? So again, number one is your rational mind is just too strong. You stay in that analytical, thought-processing, analyzing mindset, and you have to shift into the creative mindset, the open mindset to be able to distract the dog so that he doesn't attack the mailman. Okay, number two is that you're feeling anxious or depressed. Why would that inhibit your intuitive connection? Well, when we're feeling those kind of feelings, they're lower vibration feelings, right? They are, when we're connected to our intuition, when our intuition is flowing, we're connected on a higher vibration. We're connected on a direct cord, if you will, to our higher self, which is in a higher vibrational plane than the vibrational aspects of sadness, anxiety, depression, those kind of things. So when we're feeling really anxious, a lot of times is when we want the answers, right? Our intuitive abilities to kick in. And unfortunately, sometimes that anxiety dampens it down. 
So what do you need to do to get through to be able to then reconnect with your intuitive abilities? Well, you need to raise your vibration. How do we do that? We know that happiness and joyfulness and gratitude raises our vibration, right? It just, it simply does. So find something that's funny to laugh at. If like, if you have a favorite YouTube video or a meme or, you know, whatever it is, find something that you have the ability to laugh at because laughter is an instant raising of that vibration. It'll shoot you straight up and you can start just with simply smiling. If it's in a place, if you're in a place where you can't even fathom laughing, getting to a place where you can at least put a smile on your face actually raises your vibration because you're having a smile on your face is counter to being sad, anxious, and depressed, right? To those lower vibrations. So your body physiologically physiologically when you put a smile on your face it allows you and your body to release certain chemicals that will enhance happiness that doesn't mean by just smiling you know it it takes you out of depression that's not what i'm saying i'm saying it's a start to be able to go, okay, where's uh, my next stepping stone that I can use to raise my vibration so that I can then connect to my intuition? Because your intuition is where you're going to understand and know that your feelings of anxiety, sadness, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, well, especially anxiety and your worrying and all that is unnecessary expenditure of energy, right? Because we trust universe, everything's going to work out exactly as it's meant to and exactly as you need it to and exactly the majority of the time that you want it to if you're into manifesting. So we don't have to worry about it. So if you're feeling anxious or depressed or sadness or, you know, any, maybe sometimes even being ill will disconnect you from your intuitive flow as well, because you're on a lower vibration, right? So raise up that vibration. The easiest way is laughter and movement. So get up and dance, dance like nobody's watching because nobody really cares anyways, right? (laughs) Okay, so the final and third reason that I feel that you may not be hearing your intuitive abilities is that you don't trust yourself. And this ties into number one as well, where your rational mind is too strong. If you don't trust yourself, if you don't trust in your abilities and your belief, you've already negated the majority of it, right? You have to climb further out of the hole of distrust and into the intuitive flow than somebody that simply goes along with a trust. And that is equivalent to faith, right? And a lot of religious aspects. There's simply things that you just have to have faith in. And your intuitive ability is one of those things because it's there. Just like when it's a foggy day, right? And you can see the air. When the fog lifts, that doesn't mean that the air goes away. It's still there. You just sense it differently. And that's the same thing with your intuitive abilities. When you know that you have them, you've, we've all had those gut instincts. We've all had things that have we've done. We didn't listen to our intuition. And hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? We look back and we go, oh, yeah, I freaking knew that was going to happen. Or I had a feeling 
that that's what she was going to do or, you know, whatever that is. So when you're there, know that it doesn't go away. Your intuitive ability always stays there. You're the one that steps in and out of the fog, right? So if you don't trust yourself, then your mind goes into that analytical process and thought. And that's where the dog snaps at the mailman and the mailman can't get the message, the letter into your mailbox, right? So how do you get into trusting yourself, trusting your intuition? So not only do you have to trust that it's there, you have to trust that the information that you're receiving is correct and meant for you or somebody that you're reading for, you know, whatever. But you have to put that total trust in there. So how do we get to that point? You give yourself the the um, direction that for five minutes every day, you're going to sit down, you're going to listen to your intuition, and you're going to trust that everything that comes through is 100% true. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You don't have to take action on it in the moment, but you just need to have that full trust for those five minutes that everything that you come through that comes through to you is absolutely 100% true. And then as you get your intuitive hits, when you go, oh, I knew I was going to have a parking space over here and you get to somewhere and your parking space is there, write it down. Because the more that you write down where and that your intuitive hits are correct, that things that have come about for you, then when you go back and you can look through those things and you can see and go, yeah, you know what? I am right about that. I do have the ability. It's right here in black and white. You can't deny that what you have received for intuitive hits that have come about or to fruition or correctly, if they're written down there, they're there. You knew it happened and you took record of it. So that is the number one thing that I oftentimes tell people when they're not trusting their intuition is one, sit down for five minutes, allow whatever it is to come through, to come through, ask your guides to bring you any messages that you need to know, allow that whatever is coming through is 100% accurate and true in your mind. Determine that before you go into the session. So those are my top three reasons that you don't hear your intuition. And the last thing that I want to say about it is that oftentimes people think that enabled to connect with their intuitive abilities, that they have to be able to quiet their mind in meditation. And that is definitely not the case. You can have a, what I like to call a movement meditation, which is walking or dancing, um, obviously where you don't have to worry about, you know, getting hit by a car and things like that. But when you start doing that kind of things, it allows those thoughts that you have to be able to process out uh, because the point of meditation isn't being able to calm the mind. A lot of meditation, there is Zen meditation and that's where that falls in. But a lot of meditation isn't meant to calm the mind. It's meant to allow you to connect to your higher self, your intuitive abilities to connect to, um, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to connect to and accomplish and it's doing that while you're in the busy room, right? So being able to connect while 
not allowing outside influences such as noises and thoughts and things like that to be able to, to, to distract you from the focus of your intention during meditation. Now, if you are in my, um, the circle membership, there is a full 30 day meditation program that's included. The membership is 20 bucks a month. You can go in there and it's month by month, or you can go yearly and get two months free, but there's all kinds of information on connecting to your intuitive abilities, all kinds of classes and that in that membership. So check that out. Have a wonderfully magical rest of your day.